Brendan O'Connor on RTE Radio 1 with All Care Pharmacy. Need expert advice on your family's health? Speak to us today at All Care Pharmacy, Ireland's largest community pharmacy network. Brendan O'Connor on RTE Radio 1. Okay, let's have a look at what's coming up on TV and in the cinema this week. And I'm joined today by Nadine O'Regan, acting editor of the Irish Times magazine, and Rory Cashin, entertainment and culture journalist. And coincidentally, everyone is wearing double denim. I have changed into double denim and they are both wearing double denim now, so we are fashion forward. Nadine, will we start with the completely made-up adventures of Dick Turpin on Apple TV? So this is Noel Fielding doing what he used to do before he was judging cakes. Yeah, this is firmly in the territory of what has been called ambient television, where you can watch a bit of it, head off, you know, make a cup of tea, come back, and it's still continuing on in a likeable, sort of aimless fashion. (laughs) Um, And yeah, it's England, 1735, and Dick Turpin, as played uh, by Noel Fielding, is struggling because he's the apprentice to his butcher father, and it's just not his thing. He's into, you know, fashion, and he wants to explore the world and he he just has a a different take on life so he decides to head off and then he accidentally kills a highwayman and uh, it winds up that he ends up becoming head of that man's gang. So the whole thing is utterly daft as you can expect, very whimsical, quite funny in places but not terribly, I mean, I'm not going to say not terribly well imagined, that's the wrong word, but it's so thin. I mean, it's a sketch writ large and there's some lovely uh, guest performances in there, uh, Tamsin Gregg and um, Hugh Bonneville is very strong. Um, but ultimately, it's the kind of thing that if you watched it, you, you'd enjoy it, but you're not going to be, you know, it, it's not much to write home about, put it that way. You're so polite sometimes. <laughs> OK, Rory, in cinemas now, there's a, another retelling of the Frank. Frankenstein's story, Lisa Frankenstein. Is it any good? Uh, it's it, it's interesting. Oh I'll God, give it that. Here we go. <laughs> uh, it's it's kind of like. Do you remember the eighties movies like Weird Science or Mannequin, where uh, young men would dream up the perfect woman and then kind of create it from scratch? So yeah. it's basically that, but given a uh, kind of a gender twist. So there's a, a young woman, Lisa, who. Uh, idolizes a long dead man who's in a local graveyard and a bolt of lightning hits, just happens to hit his tomb and he wakes up and he's missing a few body parts uh, and he's a, he can't talk and he can't really think so it makes him a really good listener and she starts to fall more and more in love with him uh, and she decides that the missing body parts will help make him whole so the two of them decide to uh, get those body parts however they can. Okay. Um, it's written by Diablo Cody, who won an Oscar for Juno a few years oh, yeah. ago and also wrote Jennifer's Body, which again had that 80s horror comedy vibe to it. This is one of those movies that right now probably no one will go to see and in 30 years people will declare it one of the most overlooked cult classics of this decade. It has that energy to it where it's it's very aware of how quirky and how odd and how different it is. And the, the soundtrack is like, peerless the 80s songs in this are fantastic and the outfits are incredible and it is very funny in places but it is out there i'm getting maybe the okay to wait until it comes mm-hmm. on streaming yeah, I, yeah i'd say so yeah okay all right that's two uh two uh passion projects that we've killed <laughs> off already um nadine extraordinary and uh people really enjoyed this last yeah. year and it has Mairead tires who is a, a big rising irish star in is so good she's in her mid-20s uh, an irish actress from cork and she was 
phenomenal in the first series of Extraordinary and Extraordinary if you haven't seen it uh, it's on Disney Plus uh, the new series starts the second series starts on Wednesday and the plot is essentially it's set in London uh, but it's in a London where everyone on their 18th birthday acquires a different superpower but uh, Mairead who plays Jen uh, when when she hits 18 nothing happens she's got no superpowers so everyone around her can do small but interesting things mm-hmm. I mean these superpowers aren't aren't necessarily extraordinary superpowers. They could just be very tiny superpowers, but she can't do anything at all. So she's feeling really left out. And uh, the story sees her go off in search of her own superpower and try and unlock uh, the problem that she's experiencing. But then also she navigates all the usual terrain of early adulthood, you know, jobs, house shares, romance. And as the second series begin, she has recently embarked on a romance uh, with a young man who she took in when he was uh, trapped in the body of a cat. And they're navigating uh, their their way through life. And she's also found a therapist who has shown her how to step inside, literally step inside her own brain. And uh, she's trying to see if she can figure out uh, her brain from the literal inside. So it's daft, it's quirky. It has such a great soundtrack. If you like indie bands, you know, Sleigh Bells, The Shins, Mitski, Wet Leg, uh, you will love this for the music alone. Some of it doesn't work, but mostly it's enjoyable. It's laugh out loud funny. It's very young and tone and it feels fresh yeah, so it's extraordinary is the name of yeah. it yeah. okay and that's out now on Disney Plus all of it up there second uh, season, it's the yeah. second season is coming out on Wednesday okay on Wednesday Rory The Gentleman is a spin-off of uh, a Guy Ritchie movie from 2019 of the same name mm. coming on Netflix uh, on Friday is it on Wednesday uh, Thursday, I think. Thursday. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we got there eventually. We did. Did, did we need a spin-off <laughs> of this 2019 Guy Ritchie movie? Well, it depends. What did you think of, have you seen the 2019 movie? I don't believe I have, but it's, I could have seen it and forgotten it. Yeah, that's probably spot on, actually. <laughs> I think it's it was a very okay movie, but I think the show is actually a better idea. It's got a better premise. Okay. It is co-written and directed, the first episode anyway, by Guy Ritchie, and he dips in and out afterwards for the rest of the season. So Theo James is a soldier who would rather spend time trying to keep the peace on the Turkey-Syria border than spend time with his own family. But he is called back home when his dad dies and he discovers that he has been jumped over his older brother to be named the owner of the entire estate, this huge, huge palatial mansion in, in in the English countryside. And there's millions and millions of paintings and everything within. And then he discovers that his dad has actually set up uh, a business deal with a huge marijuana cartel. So underneath the estate, there is a massive growth farm. That just sounds brilliant. Yeah. It, it's really, really good. And yeah. Theo James's family are all upset with him because he's just suddenly been shunted up to the top of the line of succession and he has all this money and power. But his character also discovers that he's now in the middle of a kind of a drug war within all of England. Uh, and everyone wants a piece of this land because they all know how much money is actually underneath it, but no one will actually discuss that they know what's there. So it's double crosses, who can you trust, uh, big action sequences, everyone's a bit volatile. It's all a bit Guy Ritchie, but not in the brash way that he can be sometimes. It's very, very 
very entertaining. So Okay, The Gentleman, and that's Netflix from Thursday. Nadine, just briefly, you wanted to mention a documentary on BBC One on Tuesday night at nine about the Sarah Everard case. Yeah, it's Sarah Everard, The Search for Justice. This is an hour-long special um, documenting, I suppose, the circumstances that surrounded her abduction and murder in 2021 and the flaws, I suppose, in the Metropolitan Police that led to a situation where a Metropolitan Police officer, Wayne Cousins, could have been in the situation where he had already committed a string of earlier offences and uh, hadn't uh, previously, I suppose, been caught in the net uh, of the services prior to, to everything that happened. Yeah, so, and I think we heard from a report during the week that it could happen again. Is the Yes, the, uh, yeah. the the overall picture is, is actually really grim. So I think it's it's going to be compelling viewing. It's called The Search for Justice and on Tuesday at 9pm BBC One. OK, Rory, you've gone back into the vaults. Uh, I think everyone needs to rewatch the Godfather trilogy periodically, don't mm. they? So the Godfather part three, this is a re-edit of it. It's on film four on uh, Monday night at nine. Yeah, so they this was re-released in 2020. Uh, as the Godfather coda, the death of Michael Corleone. So this was what Francis Ford Coppola claimed was the envisioned ending for part three, because famously the trilogy ender was a bit of a damp squib, especially compared to the first two. Man falls off chair. Which is, there's a, Sophia Coppola's performance is the embodiment of man falling off chair. Like, it's just not very good. But I think this movie uh, redeems some of it. It still doesn't reach the heights of one and two. So part two, I think, is on film four tonight at nine o'clock. Part one was on last night at nine o'clock. So if you don't have access to them, they should be on all four so you can catch up before the coda uh, on Monday night. And is it significantly different, yeah? The beginning is different. The ending is different. It is four minutes shorter. Whenever you hear of a director's cut, you're like, well, this is going to add on 20 or 30 minutes. (laughs) But it's actually somehow four minutes shorter. So more... Often than not, it's tiny changes that do overall improve it, but like bring it up to good rather than classic status of the first two. But I, I'd say if you watched the three of these over three nights, not in one, not in a, not in a day because yeah. that's impossible. But like if you watched them back to back, you would appreciate this one, this version of this one, so much okay, more. Okay, I think there's nothing for it only to go again with all three for some people. Why not? Probably. Yeah, okay, so that's tomorrow night at nine is the Godfather Coda and the other two, you'll find them there. Um, Nadine, so uh, Harlan Coben completely taken over television and now the rest of his family are starting as well. <laughs> yeah, Charlotte Coben has uh, been involved in the writing creation of a th- new thriller series called Dead Hot, which is on Prime Video. It's just released. And uh, of course, the interest in there is there because Harlan is, is the father. And it is a slickly made thriller slash comedy series in which a young man called Elliot is just trying to, to move on. It's been five years since his boyfriend mysteriously vanished leaving behind only a bloody finger uh, on the carpet. And so Elliot is dating again. And as the series opens, we see him in sort of first raptures of early love with a young man called Will. And he's incredibly excited. And he's about to go on the second date. He arrives to the second date and discovers that another finger is on the carpet. So he's horrified. He calls the police. And then they discover that the finger is actually made of cake. And now uh, he... He 
and uh, his friend who is his his partner Peter's sister go in search of you know who was behind this uh, is it possible that Peter is still alive now the whole thing as you can imagine it tilts between horror and a sort of comedy so it's it's a little bit held together with string this particular series and uh, what carries it really is the quality of the performance and the sense of energy from the cast and the feeling that people are trying very hard in this it okay. doesn't hold together but uh, it's <laughs> 10 out of 10 for effort okay red, it's called red, Dead Hot <laughs> red, red, red Dead Hot on yeah. Amazon Prime okay um, Nadine O'Regan and Rory Cashin thank you very much